0: and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service. Family members, my beloved, This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 582 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day. In chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, and the future. Today we are reading Proverbs chapter 8 verses 1 through 10. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father would be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, help us always to put you first in our lives and help every true born-again Christian to learn that lesson from what we are facing and what we are dealing with today. Holy Father God, I praise you, and hopefully everybody who is gathering on will praise you with me and that they will pray to you with me and not listen to me pray. And Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your love your mercy and your grace, your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings you have bestowed upon us. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us throughout our lives. And Holy Father God, Lord help each and every one of us who name the name of Christ who Are truly born again and know it by your grace help us to truly confess Lord our sins our failures and our faults unto you no matter what it is for Jesus Christ's sake please forgive us Lord of our sins faults and failures And, Lord, we praise you and we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. We praise you and we thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness of sins through Jesus Christ, our Lord. At the same time, Lord, we understand, for those of us who are saved, understand that once we are born again by your grace, you give us grace not to sin, Some have flipped it around to basically believe that you give us grace to sin. And uh, so, Holy Father God, save those lost individuals. They do not understand salvation. And Lord God in heaven, for those of us who are saved crush and crucify Lord our flesh and the old man within us all and fill us with your Holy Spirit and help us to walk in the power of your Holy Spirit throughout this day put a God at our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you and Holy Father God We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would grant us your strength, your energy, your grace, and the power of your Holy Spirit to love you back, to fear you, to obey you, uh, to read and to teach and preach your Holy Word and to preach your holy gospel uh, To do your will and not ours And holy father God we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ That you would save those who are lost in the church and outside of the church Lord, uh, uh, as you know, I've been praying for the salvation of my wife, Marika White, for many years. It is nothing but her pharaohistic Jamaican stubborn pride and will that's keeping her back from admitting she never got saved at the Moravian Church and that she needs to get saved. She has no fruit uh, whatsoever. Uh, Our children and I have witnessed the fact that Marika White is not a saved woman for some 30 plus years. And so Holy Father God, we pray that you would open her blinded eyes and stop her uh, deaf ears and destroy her pride and help her to do something that no one else in her family has done, and that is to humble herself and get saved. And I pray for the salvation of all of her family, all of my family, many of them in church, including my own mother and my two sisters. Lord, open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears as well and save their souls and help them to understand it is not about religious activity, but about believing in you, repenting of their sins. And we pray, and Lord, I pray like this, not only for my family, but Lord, for uh, all families that name the name of Christ, uh, who have family members who look like they're saved but they're not religious but lost and uh, we pray for the irreligious people who have never shown any interest in church that by the power of your holy ghost lord uh, open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears and save their souls and draw them to yourself As you did me, you drew me out of religion, out of multiple churches, and uh, showed me the light. That it was not all of that religious activity, going to church all of the time. It was about believing in you and calling upon your name. And so, Holy Father God, on this Saturday, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving around the world, across this country, and in our local communities, in our churches, and in our families. And Holy Father God, I do, and in our personal lives, and Holy Father God, I do pray At the same time, Lord, that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias Uh, out of my wife's life, Marika White, uh, and uh, uh, out of the lives of all of my children who have that problem, and out of the lives of people in our family and out of the lives of everybody who has this very serious problem of being demon-possessed or demon-oppressed or demon-influenced. For Lord, you have made it clear that a lot of the activity going on today is engineered by the devil and the demons of hell Some things are just inexplicable Without understanding that the devil and the demons of hell are involved and So Holy Father God I pray (coughs) In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today That you would Deliver those of us who are saved from temptation evil and sin grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit To love right to live right to think right to do right to act right and to do that which is pleasing in your sight and Help us Lord to get ready and prepared for communion service Tomorrow if you should tarry your coming and if you would allow us to live Lord, I look forward to, in my spirit, preaching on your second coming tonight, if you tarry until that time, and if you would allow me to live until that time. There's something special about that service that we have been doing for many years every Saturday, remembering you regarding your second coming Because you know we know that you came the first time we know that you're going to come back again It is our blessed hope and I thank you for that prepare all of us for that for later on this evening And by the power of your Holy Ghost and by the power of your might draw uh, Lord many thousands uh, As you have in the past and we pray that lost souls would come and get saved as they hear the gospel. Grant me unusual strength to do so. And Lord, help us, uh, as we're short-handed today, this, at this time, help us to be full-handed this evening. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from our family and from all other Christian families that stand for you uh, that uh, name the name of Christ. And Lord, uh, rebuke the devil from even irreligious, irreligious families, but they have no strength, they have no power, and they have no hope against him. And so many are having their lives destroyed because they don't know you and your power. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that you'd give us all a sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ from temptation, evil, and sin, Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, and to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Lord, I cannot thank you enough for allowing me to be here right now at this time. And, uh, Lord, in your holy work is going forward. Even though we're a little bit short handed today at this time, Lord, we pray that still souls would be saved, Christians would be revived, your holy name would be glorified, and Jesus Christ exalted. And Holy Father God, we pray that you'll help us all to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent, Lord, of our sins, and get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray also for the salvation of the lost, the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving. And mourning around the world, as only you can do it. And Lord, I thank you for the power that you give us that only one man, uh, only one woman can pray and impact the lives of millions. That is the power and the gift of prayer that you have given to us. We don't have to uh, Lord, you know we don't know the names of all of the millions of people that we're praying for. There's no way possible that we can know. But Lord, one person can pray to you be, and, and and pray for millions of people to be impacted. And I know that you have uh, done that through my feeble prayers and impact millions because you know the name of everybody in the has a number of hairs on their heads the power of prayer. Thank you for your holy word that says, ask and ye shall receive, seek, and ye shall find, knock, and it shall be open unto you. Help us to remember the parable that you gave that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help us to remember your admonitions to pray without ceasing, to pray always, and to continue instant in prayer. Lord, grant us all who name the name of Christ your grace and your strength and the power of your Holy Spirit to do that. Now, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, and Lord, I'm going to start praying for something publicly that I have not prayed for publicly for many years. But Lord, I believe that uh, you have uh, by your grace, establish me in such a way and, and I believe the people will take it in the right way. Uh, Lord, God in heaven, I thank you for how you led Dr. Tony Evans and the Urban Alternative, uh, how you led him and his wife, you touch their hearts to stand with us for now over 20 years. Without us ever meeting and without my knowledge, you caused me to figure it out. And uh, we thank you, Lord, for what they have done recently. Lord, I praise you and thank you for my seven children who have helped and supported the ministry all of these years, and for others who have done so uh, uh, in a uh, uh, not a regular fashion, but have helped at different times the ministry. And so, Holy Father God, because of the prosperity, gospel, foolishness, we have not asked for money from the public, the people who listen to us, our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, as you know. And I am reluctant to do it now, but Lord, I I feel compelled to do so. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would move upon the hearts of thousands to stand with us with their prayers and finances if they have benefited from this ministry and from this service. Lord, move upon their hearts as you moved upon the heart of Doctor Tony Evans and Mrs. Lois Evans years ago. They didn't tell us they were going to do it. They did their best to hide who was doing it. And Lord, I pray that you'll raise up other people to stand with us. And I I do believe. And and they did it by faith because they don't know me, and I don't know them like that. They did it by faith, not knowing what the fruit was going to be. But I do believe the man of God, Dr. Tony Evans, is now glad that he did what he did. And his wife supported him, who is now in heaven. They never thought that we would have this kind of impact in the world that in turn supports them and stands with them and for them. So I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for that. I praise you for what you have done, and Lord, I pray now that you would raise up others Uh, to stand in that same way. Not trying to uh, make a name for themselves or anything. Doing it the way that you taught us to do it. Not letting our right hand know what our left hand is doing. And so I pray for that today. In these difficult days. They will raise up others uh, to go to Gospelite, Society Cash App, another way that they can support and stand with us. And so Lord, help them to seek that out on Facebook touch their hearts to give generously to uh, the ministering work here as you have led me to preach now for nearly seven years straight nearly every day. And so Holy Father God, I thank you for your Holy Word that assures me that if I ask I shall receive. You said, ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Lord, move upon the hearts of billionaires and millionaires and even some rich preachers to send as much as they can. And by your grace, by the power of your Holy Spirit, I'll continue to preach every day. Uh, with a few breaks thrown in here and there, and so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please, for those of us who are saved, lift up our lift our burdens and cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears from our feeble hearts and minds. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. And Holy Father God, we also pray that you would deliver each and every one of us from our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions, as well as our afflictions and distresses, as David prayed. Help us to pray. Deliver us from our enemies in the family and outside of the family. Deliver us from Judases and betrayers of you. Uh, I've never been concerned about somebody betraying me. I've always been concerned about family members and friends betraying you, your work, for that's all that I'm about. And I do have some family members and friends who think they can get back at me by trying to hinder the work of the gospel being preached, which I'm so, Lord, in a good way proud of. That's, the, that's all they can attack me on. And so Holy Father God, as all they could attack Daniel on in the Bible was the fact that he prayed three times a day. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that you will deliver us also from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, student loan debt, student progress problems, uh, false legal issues. And Lord, I do pray that you will Deliver us all from these things so that we can serve you unencumbered. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would indeed protect us all in this world as you have for the most part. Lord, from our from a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, utilities crisis. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you'll protect my family. And uh, as you know, Lord, because of the fact that I am uh, married to a Jamaican woman, I'm concerned about my children having that Jamaican pride and stubbornness, which is world-famous, because I fear that more than any other sin, and group uh, with the sins on my side of the family, that is not a good situation. So Lord, open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears, all of my children, all of my offspring, to understand the problem of being strong-headed and strong-willed and stiff-necked and proud and stubborn and rebellious practicing witchcraft drive the demons of hell and these sins out of their lives so that they will not totally mess their lives up. And Holy Father God, I pray that you protect our family and all other families that name the name of Christ. Lord, I pray that you will protect us from ourselves, from our flesh, and from the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And Lord, prepare our family for tragedies that we have never experienced before, that we hear about every day. Lord, prepare our family for good days and bad days. We're no better and we're no different than anybody else. You have been very good to us and we have not suffered some of the tragedies we hear about every day. I thank you, Lord, for that, but prepare us for celebrations and prepare us for uh, tragedies. For, Lord, you've given us so many reasons to celebrate down through the years. Uh, I would imagine my daughter, Danny, and I, we we, we, we will quickly find a reason to celebrate. Uh, And I know that we all have celebrated down through the years. So many different things, Lord, throughout the year. But prepare us for tragedies as well. Prepare us for sudden death in our own family. Lord, prepare us for um, uh, weddings and funerals. We've never really experienced too much of that. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. Place upon us today the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band (laughs) of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of the lord jesus christ from every sin and from all ungodliness and prepare us all lord for communion tomorrow and help us to have a mind to confess our sins and to repent and save those who are lost revive those who are saved heal those who are sick comfort those who are grieving please receive all glory praise and honor to your name lift up your holy son the Lord Jesus Christ, for Lord, we're not even worthy to give you praise. So, Lord, take whatever good that that comes from us through your power, receive it unto yourself. All glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen. If you benefit, and i'm going to do this throughout this month i've never done it before on an extended basis because of the foolishness of the so-called prosperity gospel which just messed up the church and helped and it helped to bring on the chastisement and the punishment we are receiving today but I'm asking I'm simply asking that everybody who is listening to me watching me live right now if you are blessed to have it To send $7 to Gospel Light Society Cash App. Gospel Light Society Cash App or Gospel Light Society PayPal. It should be on Facebook. To help us carry on. Now I have been preaching the gospel. Preaching the word of God. Praying for you and with you. uh, And giving you instruction as to how to get through the plague pandemic. Warning you of the things that were coming. For years as you know. Over the past almost seven years now. Preaching nearly every day. And I... You you didn't you didn't hear me? Ask you for money and beg you for money. And here's a popular, well-known pastor. We have never met. But God, and it brings tears to my eyes because this is a God thing. You say, well, do you want to meet him? No, because it's going to mess up what God did. God touched his heart. And God touched his wife's heart to stand with me and my family as I preached the gospel. God told him to do that. I never asked him to do that. And he's been our greatest supporter. He found ways, he and his wife found ways to support us and to stand with us. So that we wouldn't even know who it was, but because I am a prophet, by the grace of God, I, I figured it out. I don't want to tell you who it is. He does not want me to tell you who it is, but it's Dr. Tony Evans. Now, I would venture to say that his children may not be that crazy about me. Uh, for they're much younger. And uh, um, and I don't think I I, I would I find I would find it hard to imagine that Mrs. Lois Evans was that crazy about me because of the way I preach. Uh. And I don't think Dr. Tone Evans is that crazy about me, I I don't think, if we met each other we probably would not like each other that much because we're so different, so so different. And so neither one of us, I'm sure, we don't want to mess up what God did because it turned out to be a blessing to them as well and to the country and to the world. And so, if someone like Dr. Tony Evans, who is a man of great integrity and great reputation and respect, he is a pastor of pastors, and and he's one of the few men who knows the times, with great influence, if he could take the time to send us thousands of dollars from his ministry, And how God has blessed him. My dear friends. You can send us $7. I'm asking whoever is participating right now. Send us $7. To help with the ministry. And I'm I'm doing this with great joy now. And great freedom. And great liberty. Whereas I didn't do it all of these years. As you well know. And you can see the 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 benefit and the fruit of this ministry every day because I'm going to by God's grace until I die stand before you and preach thus saith the Lord the whole counsel of God and the Word of God in multiple ways So that's the that's the easiest way for you to send the seven dollars Gospel light society as Cash app Okay, and be a blessing and 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 God will bless you for doing so He will and uh, So I thank you in advance now my beloved Proverbs chapter 8 verses 1 through 10 Dear friends, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. Proverbs chapter 8 verses 1 through 10. Doeth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places, by the way in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Unto you, O men, I called, and my voice is to the sons of man. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing fraud or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and write to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Lord, help us to take heed to it. Help us to understand it. Help us to comprehend it. And to apply it to our hearts and lives and to obey it. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. that you will help us to teach it and to preach your holy word, the whole counsel of God, and to, with great fruit and great liberty, and with many souls getting saved, many Christians being revived, your holy name glorified, and Jesus Christ lifted up. Save those who are lost as I preach your holy gospel in Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead. Service family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 588. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 6 reads, I will say to the north, give up and to the south, keep not back, bring my sons from far, and my daughters from the ends of the earth." Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, Although this message was, according to Dr. Spurgeon, sent to the south and referred to the seed of Israel, it may profitably be a summons to ourselves. Backward we are naturally to all good things, and it is a lesson of grace To learn to go forward. Amen. In the ways of God. Keep going forward. Move forward in God. I believe it was Moses who said, Let's go forward many pastors have preached New Year's Eve sermons based upon what Moses said. I do believe, and you've heard me teach and preach and pray that God's people would move forward, even if it's just one step, move forward. So, dear friend, are you unconverted, but Do you desire to trust in the Lord Jesus? Then keep not back. Go forward. Love invites you. God's love invites you. God's love is extremely solid and real. unshakable. If you move towards him one step, he will not cast you out. The promises secure you success. The precious blood of Jesus Christ prepares the way for you. Let not sins or fears hinder you, or family members or foes hinder you. But come to Jesus just as you are. Do you long to pray? Would you pour out your heart before the Lord? Keep not back. The mercy seat is prepared for such as need mercy. A sinner's cries will prevail with God. You are invited, nay, you are commanded to pray. Come, therefore, with boldness to the throne of grace, my dear friend. Are you ready? I mean, are you already saved? Spurgeon says, then keep not back from union with the Lord's people, and most of all with the Lord. Neglect not the ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper, which by the way, folks, we're going to have tomorrow and I marvel at the crowds we have on Sunday. We should not really have that kind of crowd, but uh, some of you people, I think uh, you're leaving your churches behind. If you're doing that and you're coming over here, if you're doing that, make sure you leave right. Okay, let your pastor know you left, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and, and you leave with the right attitude and spirit, and make sure you didn't make a mess over there, uh, and you want to come over here. Um, but We thank God for your coming, however, make sure you're coming in the right way with the right spirit. And so we will be taking communion tomorrow if you don't have a church home join us If you're irreligious and you're not coming out of a church you this is uh, the first time of being in a church service like this then uh, Come on Uh, If you are a member of a church make sure you go to your church first and if we are Having service you're welcome to come And you really don't have to tell anybody about that, but if you switch in membership, and you want to come over here regularly uh, and, and not go to your church. I want you to go to your church first or leave right Write the pastor letter let him know an email and let him know what you're doing But if you cause trouble over there We don't want you to come over here. Anyway, you may be of a timid disposition, but you must strive against it, lest it lead you into disobedience. There is a sweet promise made to those who confess. Who confess. Christ, by no means miss it, lest you come under the condemnation of those who deny him. If you have talents, keep not back from using them, hoard not your wealth, waste not your time, let not your abilities rust or your influence be unused. Jesus kept not back imitate him by being foremost in self-denials and self-sacrifices. Keep not back from close communion with God, from boldly appropriating covenant blessings, from advancing in the divine life, from prying into the precious mysteries of the love of Christ. Neither, beloved friend, be guilty of keeping others back by your coldness, your harshness, or suspicions. For Jesus' sake, go forward, go forward, go forward yourself and encourage others to do the like. Hail and the leaguered bands of superstition and infidelity are forward to the fight. Don't forget that. The devil is moving forward, so you better move forward lest you get caught up by the devil and the demons of hell and enemies of the cross. O soldiers of the cross, keep not back, pray, 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 pray without ceasing, and keep going forward. Ladies and gentlemen, let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you. Lord for all that you have done and for all that you're doing even just now. Lord I praise you and thank you for reminding us, uh, reminding those who are not saved to get saved before it is eternally too late And Lord, I pray that you would continue to give me deeper understanding in how you work to get people saved. And Holy Father God, thank you for reminding us as saints today to go forward, to move forward, to not backslide, to not quit, to not sit down on you, but to march forward. For we understand that the devil and his demons And his cohorts are marching forward against us, so we must march forward against him. For your glory, your praise, and your honor, in Jesus Christ's name we do pray, and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend, if you're with us today and you are not born again, you are not saved. Hear the gospel and get saved today. Just go ahead on uh, right now and type up Ephesians. Just type up right there. Ephesians, the the last two verses, that we and the last one verse that we're dealing with, verse thirty-three. You can. You can quote it. You can quote it from your heart. And dear friends, those of you who are not truly saved, not born again, understand with me that you are a sinner. Just get your Bible. Go ahead. Go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get it. Understand with me that you are a sinner. Uh, The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God, no matter how educated we are no matter how uh, talented we are, no matter how charismatic we may be, or gifted, or smart, or rich. One thing for sure, we're all sinners. I saw Elon Musk with the Pope uh, today. I didn't know he was that tall. Uh, He was towering over the Pope, and the Pope was standing too. That's good But it does not matter how much money Elon Musk's Musk's has He's a sinner like me and like the Pope and like the Dalai Lama and like uh, Even Joel Osteen the pastor of the largest church in America. We're all sinners. Jesus Christ is the only man who never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And understand with me today that because of our sin there is a punishment, for the Bible says very clearly, the wages of sin is death. In other words, what you will get paid at the end of your life, at the end, if you will, of the week of your life, is a paycheck called death. (coughs) The Pope is going to die. Elon Musk is going to die. The Dalai Lama has died in the past, and this Dalai Lama is going to die. Even Joel Osteen, as nice as he is, he's going to die. We all are going to die. Understand that. Make it very, uh, let me make it very clear. We die because of our sin. We die because of the evil that we have done. Our evil, sinful nature. And the sinful choices. Put that back on and check. Be sinful. And, uh, pardon me. And God wants you to understand that He does love you, but you need to understand that if He will allow you to die, because of your sins here on Earth and leave this beautiful ball called Earth and it's a beautiful place. Contrary to what some people may think, if there's no beauty to you, it's because you're not beautiful on the inside. You are... uh, Your sin has marred your ability to see. And so... That's good. Can you hear me clearly? Testing one, two, three. Can you hear me clearly? Okay, you need to go back to that and cut the sound on. Because if you can't hear me, they can. not Go ahead and cut it off. On. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. And so, ladies and gentlemen, pardon me on that. But God wants you to understand that if he allows you to die from this earth, this beautiful place called Earth because of your sins, that He will allow you to go to hell because of your sins if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. before you leave this earth, and it must be done before you leave this earth. Contrary to the lies of popes in the past and the Catholic Church, there is no such thing as a purgatory. There's no such thing as a limbo. There's no such thing as a vestibule where you wait to see if somebody prays you or pays you out of hell. That won't be happening. So you must do this on this side of the grave. And the Bible makes it very clear, Old Testament and New Testament, Jesus Christ makes it very clear, my dear friend, that hell is real. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than all of the prophets of the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than all of the apostles. And sadly, Jesus Christ preached more on hell more than most preachers living today. and he preached hard and on hell, and he did not lie, because he cannot lie, and he was not playing, because he doesn't play, so understand that. Don't believe the lie that God is so loving towards me that he won't let me go to hell. God does not let anybody go to hell, my dear friend. You, you, you lead yourself to hell. You cause yourself to go to hell by not believing in his son, Jesus Christ, who he sent to die on the cross for your sins. He took your place and he paid your sin debt. His name is Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross, the cruelest death in the history of the world the most humiliating death in the history of the world, the most painful death in the history of the world. He died on the cross for your sins and for mine. Uh, The fact that Jesus Christ died the way he did tells you how bad sin is in God's sight. He is the sacrificial, Uh, Passover Lamb of God for the sins of the world. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And he was born of the Virgin Mary. No man had sex with Mary before Jesus Christ was born. He was born of God in a miraculous way. And then he proved himself to be the Son of God, yea, God, because the other name for Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. By walking on the water that he made. By feeding thousands with a box lunch. By telling the waves of the sea to sit down in the wind to shut up by saying, peace be still, because he made the winds and he made the waves. He broke up funerals because he raised the dead. He went to the tomb of Lazarus, his friend, and the brother of Martha and Mary, and said, Lazarus, come forth. Somebody said, because he is God, the Son of God, and and if He is the Son of God, He is God. Please understand. Someone said that if He had not called Lazarus' name, everybody in the grave would have come out because He is the Son of God. And then He chose to suffer and to bleed and to die a cruel death on the cross. He was buried in a borrowed tomb and raised from the dead and he arose from the dead early one Sunday morning. That's why we celebrate something called Easter. We call it Resurrection Sunday If you don't know him, I would encourage you to get to know him, for all power is in his hands. So hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you, my dear friend. The good news is uttered by none other than Jesus Christ himself, the Son of God. He said, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you know him, or do you just know church membership? Do you know him, or do you just know you got baptized at the age of 13? Or that you were somehow Christian. You're going by a picture that your father and mother took of you when you were Christian in church. Really, there's no such thing as being Christianing. You don't know what you're doing. And uh, sad to say, your parents really don't know what they're doing. It does not mean that you're saved just because you were Christian in church. Uh, Little baby dedications are wonderful and beautiful, but they really don't mean anything and just because you have a picture of it does not mean that you are a Christian Uh, you become a Christian by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ knowing what you're doing and doing it on purpose just because you have been in the church all of your life like I was does not mean that you're saved and deep down I think you know that you're not saved God is not interested in fooling anybody. God is not interested in uh, making, uh, uh, having people to think they're saved when they're not. I, I believe on the contrary. I believe that, I believe with all of my heart, you can be in church all your life, and deep down still know you're lost. You may not know how to get saved, but I believe that you're just like I was. I knew My dad was a preacher, my mother was a preacher. We were in church every Sunday sometimes, multiple times on Sunday for singing or for uh, food on the ground and then BTU and then choir rehearsal and all of that. And I was lost and on my way to hell. I didn't know I was going to hell but I knew that I didn't have what Jesus Christ was offering. I knew I was not saved deep down in my soul I cannot explain it to you. And you're that way too. You're religious but lost. And here's your answer to your problem. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. All you need to do according to Jesus Christ himself is believe in him trust in Him, have faith in Him. Are you willing to do that? Please do so. And then the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's call on His name right now and make sure that you're saved if you're religious, church-going but lost. And if you're irreligious, let's get saved. Follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer, and pray and ask the Lord to save you and he'll save you. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I have sinned against you repeatedly. I've done evil in your sight. And you know it. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my wretched and wicked soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults. As I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. And I believe that you suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent. Help me to change And uh, help me to turn from my evil life. Help me to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, into the new life. For it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life please go to gospel light com or gospel lighthouse com, and read my discipleship book my next steps book titled What to do after I enter through the door? Read it free of charge and you will be well on your way To living a successful Christian life as a new disciple of Christ It'll tell you exactly what your next step should be Also uh, Please email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. Uh, and my daughter uh, Danielle Elizabeth Breelove White will send you some materials to help you to grow in the faith other than the book and uh, to help you to become a strong disciple. And if you have a prayer request, if you're going through a difficult time right now and you need help from God, uh, send in your prayer request. We have prayed for thousands of people and we'll be glad to pray for you. uh, Send in your specific need. Now, dear friends, we're going to resume the service, standing between the living and the dead, devotional service. Already, if you will, in progress. Look at, with me, Ephesians chapter 5, verse uh, verse 33. A unique verse in the family verses as we move to the family segment. In Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6, because it deals with, in one verse, the husband and the wife. Pardon me, folks, allow me to read the passage that can save your marriage, husbands and wives. And I want you to understand this. It's it's hard to explain. I believe... um, It's hard to explain, but hopefully you can get it. If you are saved and born again, by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you have a relationship with the Lord. He will give you the power of His Holy Spirit. He will give you the mind. He will give you the strength to do this verse as a husband and as a wife. That's if you're born again, if you are truly saved. And I'm going to say something that's going to blow your mind right now. Because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to believe some of you people are saved, but you're not born again. Now, I don't have time to unpack that and deal with that. You believe that you are saved, but you're truly not born again. <clears throat> and that's why you have such painful difficulties in your marriage and in your family some of you people have never been born again you you are religious you um, have an interest in the church but deep down you have a devil Uh, and you're walking in the flesh you're not saved okay you're not born again jesus christ said you must be born again. I can't I can't give you the ins and outs and the workings of that. All I know is the entry point is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ sincerely. Okay, now so let me explain again to you how that if you are born again, if you are saved as a husband, you're gonna have Something going on on inside of you through the Holy Spirit that you're going to want to love your wife and You're going to choose to do so so there is the factor of choosing But Jesus will give you God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit will give you the power To choose every day all day to do that Same thing for the wife If the wife is saved If she is born again, I cannot emphasize this enough because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is what makes marriages work and are successful. It is Jesus on the inside. Leading and guiding and nudging, if you will, lovingly for you to choose to do the right thing. Yes, and you will have the factor involved in your life where you may not feel like choosing, but somehow God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit on the inside will get you across the finish line and do what you know you need to do with the help of prayer to God and reading the Word of God and hearing the Word of God. Now, you got that? And the choosing may be, as I've said before, no more than 1%. God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is doing the rest. I do not love my wife because she's lovable. I only love my wife because God is loving. Do you understand that? Oh, that sounds so cold. That's what you, you women are saying. It may sound cold, but that's the truth. And your husband really does not have any love to give. And I don't either. Only God can love you through us, in a real sense, and the kind of love that will keep a man from doing uh, evil, and getting involved with somebody else on you, because that love of God in him, he's learned through the chastening hand of God, who loves him, to fear God, see. That's the kind of man you want, a man who fears God. Well, he's not. It's not even. He's not even thinking about doing any foolishness like that. And if he does and falls down seven times, he's going to get back up again. Do you understand me? And you're not going to show respect for your husband without the help of God. See, I, I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. The Virtuous woman is a saved woman, a born-again woman. That's the only way she can be virtuous, is by the grace of God, by the Holy Spirit of God, by having Jesus in her heart. You know what makes a sweet woman? Jesus. The Holy Spirit of God, the Word of God, and that woman praying to God without ceasing. And there's nothing more beautiful, Solomon was right, there's nothing more beautiful than a sweet woman, a virtuous woman. A woman who does the right thing whether she feels like it or not. A woman who can be trusted to go to the grocery store without whoring around with the grocer. A woman who loves her children and takes care of her children and does it with ease. It seems effortless. See the beautiful household is when the wife makes everything look easy. And, and everything is taken care of. And it, the household does not do without because she's on the ball. Same thing for the husband. And it's all about Jesus. The Holy Ghost of God in the husband. It's all about Jesus and the Holy Ghost of God in the wife. The Bible, uh, many preachers don't preach on it probably because they're males and they're sorry. The Bible not only says that women ought to be virtuous, but the Bible says men ought to be faithful. How about it, gentlemen? A faithful man who can find, how about that? huh? But that, I mean, that, that's what it boils down to, whether or not you're faithful. It's always You can do uh, uh, splash-in-the-pan stuff all you want to every now and then. But, but a faithful man, who can find? Look at me real good, gentlemen. Hmm? And that's what a wife needs. A faithful man to God and to his vows and to his children. A man who, even though things may not be what they should be at the house, who's going to come home in the evening time and not go to Sylvia's house. That's love too. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular talking to husbands so love his wife even as himself if you can't uh, love her for her love her as you love yourself and the wife see that she reverence her husband respects her husband those two things now and now somebody has taken gotten a book a sweet evangelical and wrote a book titled love and respect you can read that book or you can just take read this one verse and do it you can go buy that book for eighteen dollars or whatever it is i've never bought it i've never read it i don't have to it's right here in the bible free of charge this verse alone will save your marriage and your family husband love your wife wife respect your husband and as I have told you wives the thing that your husband hates the most is your disrespect He is trying to tell you something and you cut him off running off at the mouth. That's disrespectful. Stop it. Shut ye your mouth. Listen and then if you want to respond, you respond respectfully. You don't uh, move your head to side to side. Put your hand on your hips and your eyes become fire and you roll your eyes and you blow and you Cuss under your breath. You don't do that if you want to respect your husband, and you're probably lost and on your way to hell if you if you're still doing that. If you're doing that, saved women don't do that. Virtuous women don't do that, and that's dumb. That's stupid, because see, you are under authority whether you want to be or not, and even though he may be the kind of husband who will not tell you, you will be on the punishment and not even know it. Because he has the authority to do that. I'm not talking about physical punishment. I'm talking about other things that you would like to do he's not going to do with you or allow you to do with them. So that's dumb to keep doing that. And evidently you're not saved. That's the main point I want to make. Same thing for a husband, if you, you, you just can't stand your wife, you get up in the morning and you run away from the house without praying with her, without reading the Bible, you can't stand being around her, you hate her guts, and you stay out all day with the boys, all into the night, because you want to avoid being around that cantankerous woman, that's not good either. See? See? The Christ in you if you're saved will teach you how to love your wife The Christ in you woman if you're saved will teach you how to respect your husband and you'll have peace and You'll never have an argument again Contrary to the sweet evangelical books titled um, With su- such titles as this How to fight fair? Okay, and you see the couple on the cover and the man is sheepish and the woman is aggressive and all of that. That's not biblical. Arguing between a husband and wife is not biblical. That's the American way. And you're just doing what your parents did. Do you argue with your, with your boss on the job who pays you? You're not going to have that job long. He may let you stay another pay period, but after a while, by and by, they're going to get something on you and, and fire you. Excuse me. But that's what they're going to do. Okay. you, don't, uh, you uh, Military men, military women, do you argue with the chain of command above you? You're not going to be in there long if you do that. Uh, they're going to dock your pay or... Uh, uh take a stripe from you or whatever. Same thing in a marriage. The husband is in charge. The wife needs to submit. And whatever the husband is saying to you, you need to shut up and listen. See, I know you don't like it, but that's what you need to do. And Let God deal with your husband and God knows how to deal with your husband. God is not afraid to deal with your husband He will do it with the quickness if you would keep your mouth shut But if you're gonna to try to do it, he's gonna let you go ahead and try to do it and It's gonna be a mess Because after the argument what what happens after the argument for most of you people it doesn't happen with me I've never had a silent treatment moment in my house because I'm gonna say what I need to say and and have her to do what she needs to do. But for you people, that's your little trick, the silent treatment, which is so stupid. Because he, along with the silent treatment, is the no touch me treatment. And now you're not even having sex for three and four and five weeks. And you're being tempted by sister so-and-so in the church and brother so-and-so in the church, and that's how that leads to another big old mess, a scandal. And, 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 be, and a, a beyond the scandal is a permanent destruction in the marriage. Where your children will be the children of divorced people and tossed from California to North Carolina with great stupidity. And foolishness. And gamemanship. Of Trying to prove you're still hot when you're not Who's gonna be the first one to get somebody a stranger over your children your children are confused your children are hurt and God will chastise both of you if you're saved Or he will punish you for the evil you did against him and against your own children And so ladies and gentlemen, let's pray for others As we close out this service. Join me in prayer. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ today for the salvation of those families that don't know you, for the revival of those families that do, and that both families would find their way to your holy word, the family verses in the Holy Bible. And get saved, and obey them. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of all people who are not saved. Revive those who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving across the country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, we pray for all people who name the name of Jesus Christ as their Savior. Have mercy and grace upon us all and forgive us of our churchiness. Forgive us of our sins of disobedience in disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will help us to repent and change and do what you have simply commanded us to do. Lord God in heaven, for those who name the name of Christ uh, as Savior, help us all to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, for the... uh, We pray, Lord, for all government officials. All people in the ministry of government in this country and around the globe. From the president on down to the police officer. And Lord, we thank you for them all. For Lord, I have not been called to do government ministry. Nor have I been called to do police ministry. But I thank you for these men and women who have been called by you. To keep order in this sin-cursed world. Lord, they are up there, in my opinion, with your ministers of the gospel. Who are supposed to be doing things such as preaching the gospel to prevent the disorder and the foolishness in the world. And Lord, there's no need for anybody to complain about the government people and the police officers when we in the church, the preachers in the church, have not done their job. Putting more pressure on the police officers and the sheriffs to deal with foolishness that they shouldn't have to deal with. God have mercy and grace upon us. We have failed you. In multiple ways. And so, Holy Father God, the least we can do is pray for these ministers of government. And Lord, I do pray for all of the ministers of government around the world. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Save the souls of those who are in the ministry of government. Revive those who are saved. And uh, cast the demons of hell out of the bad apples, and cast them out, as we have bad apples in the church as well that need to be cast out. God help us. God help us. Holy Father God, we pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray, Lord, that you would protect your children who truly believe in you from persecution. Uh, Lord, prepare us and grant us your grace for our trying hours and our dying hours. Uh, Whatever you choose for our lives, let your will be done. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all of the people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague still. Comfort these people as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. And then, Lord, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the gospel being preached. In the thousands, down through the years, help them all to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. And we pray for all of the people who have rededicated their lives to you from the preaching of your holy word. And from the preaching of your holy gospel from this pulpit, help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and never go back to a backslidden state. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all stand for our closing prayer. It's been a joy to be with you this morning, early afternoon, and by the grace of God. Uh, we will be with you again tonight, uh, hopefully around 6.30. So if you can be with us, come and be with us. And then if the Lord tarries is coming and we live, please be with us tomorrow for our communion service. And uh, we'll be glad to have you. Now, if you are a member of a church, you make sure you attend your church, at least online, and then you can be with us a little bit later. And so, uh, we thank God for you. Make sure, whatever the case, you remember to pray without ceasing. Make sure that you examine yourself and see whether or not you be in the faith. And as you know, all of the years that I've been preaching I have not talked about money because I don't want to be grouped with the so-called Prosperity Gospel people. I thank the Lord for Dr. Tony Evans standing with us and supporting uh, our ministry uh, for right at 20 years, I think now, and then I thank the Lord for my seven children who have done so. In the thousands multiplied thousands of dollars and in other ways and I thank the Lord for the others who have given as well down through the years and uh, I'm asking you to stand with us if the Lord would so lead you and uh, today you can show great support by just giving seven dollars the number of perfection, $7, to Gospel Light Society, cash out. And uh, uh, we have other ways that you can give, and I'll talk about that in days a- ahead. And uh, uh, if you want a book or something in return, we'll be glad to do that. <coughs> Just let us know. And, uh, but uh, we're going to need your help going forward as we are dealing with some very dark days ahead. So please stand, let's pray, and then we'll listen to that beautiful song, Earphones Out. Earphones Out. We'll listen to that beautiful song. I'll fly away. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for what you did today. Thank you so much for blessing me with the privilege to be a part of it, and thank you Lord for the people who took time out of their schedule to be with us today. And Lord, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved as The message will reverberate around the world, and Holy Father God, I pray that those who are blessed, and have been blessed through this ministry down through the years, uh, and who have not given, Lord especially, touch their hearts to give, those who have given in the past, touch their hearts to give as well, and uh, to stand with us and to support us. For your glory your praise and honor so that they can take part and reap the benefits and the rewards of the ministry of this ministry that you have blessed so tremendously in jesus christ's name we pray and forsake amen i'll fly away